Welcome back to another episode of the Off The Pitch Podcast. Yeehaw. Throughout this last episode and this episode, I've been progressively getting more drunk. Um, (laughs) Because we're celebrating. We're celebrating. This is the last one, everyone. We have officially done all 52 slash, if you include the live version of So Bright, 53 songs from this year this is well surely if you include the live version of so bright you don't include james gore part two because it's just part two no james gore part two is a completely separate song although with the same story (laughs) because there's very limited information (laughs) about james gore um although if you watched the last episode we found out some pretty cool evidence <laughs> that we were wrong about the Coral Hall. Evidence but check out the last Yeah, episode. that's true. We were we, wrong we're, about the Coral Hall. The, the Coral Hall. Anyways, today we're talking about the catch. Yep. Week 52, baby. Week 52. We've fucking done 52 it. 52 over to 52. Um, so uh, this, uh, is, uh. this is actually what we're doing right now, officially the last thing of the project, yeah. aside from the listening party on the 28th of December, yeah. which is in eight days from now oh God. that we're recording this, yeah. but who got, who knows how long ago it was for you guys? Uh, three days, right? This, this come out on Sunday but also, and on Wednesday. Oh, anybody right. listening oh, right. Evergreen, or watching, yeah. it could be, it could, have, it could have been a year ago yeah. if we keep these up. It could have been three days ago if you're up to date yeah who fucking knows regardless oh man we've done it holy shit um this song do you do you do you want to talk about the lyrics real quick yeah sure um you could give some insight to the listeners if they didn't pick up on <laughs> what's going on how uh how like disjointed <laughs> yeah. <it> was. <laughs> so the gimmick of this song uh doing something a little special for the last song of the year. Um, this one, the lyrics integrate every single song title for the pitch that we put out this year. Every Starting from the first track, the pitch, all the way to part two, as in James Gore part two, which was last week. Um, and then, of course, we say the, this, the catch at the end. So technically, every single song title. Um, every single fucking one. So... You know, it's God. It's been a long year. Just yeah, <laughs> just writing, yeah. like writing this, recording it, and just hearing all the song titles back. Some of them, like when I really think about it, it feels like a fucking lifetime ago, man. It mm. really does. It's been a big fucking year. This has there's been a lot of songs. Yeah. Normally, I end a year and I'm like, man, I love those twelve songs that I made. Or less. 12. <laughs> yeah, 12 or less yeah, that I made. Right. And I'm like, that was bussin'. But yeah. none of them feel like they released that long ago. Yeah. This year, I've looked back and I'm like, damn, I love all of these 53 songs. <laughs> but holy shit. Yeah. First times? Yeah. That w- I was a different person at yeah, that it feels point like in time. It. It, feel- it feels like through this project, our... Maybe not personalities per se, but like our, I've 
we've just changed as yeah. people significantly since the start of the year to now. Yeah. Um, and I'm pleased that this year is over, but God. I'm also like not going to have any fucking idea what I'm going to do with myself. Do you remember like the first like three or four, maybe even longer than that? Let's say like the first like fucking 10 weeks, to be honest, mm. like sometimes like having to like sit in Reese's car and record because we're so like not confident with our voices. Yeah. We were like, we were very unconfident about like other people hearing us recording the song. So yeah, I would like sit in Reese's car and back when Reese could park his car in the garage. Park his car aside. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That was this year. That was this. That was year. at the start of this. I used project. to sleep in this be- in this room. Yeah. Every night, I used to come down well, here and be like, "Man, I love this moldy paradise." When the first tracks came out, you hadn't even you were on the ca- you're still on the. Couch. I was yeah. When the first so when we recorded um, the pitch through to first times, I think yeah. First times was the first one that I made and recorded here, but. I was still sleeping on the couch at um, at my old flat yeah. with my ex, which yeah. that was that a was great rough. time. Yeah, and then I moved to this couch. Yeah, just like in one of the previous songs that we did, I can't remember which. No, that's an album song. That's an album song. Yeah, that's an album song. Yeah, I say from that couch to this. Now you understand yeah. if you watched this. I literally moved from a couch in down the road like 20 minutes to yeah. this place and I slept on the couch for how many months? Like two months? Yeah, probably about that because, yeah, it was like what, <clears throat> mid, mid-December or something that you would have moved in? Yeah, it was about the 10th yeah, of December, December. That I moved in. And then when we did the music video for In A Minute, which was the night before the song released, mm-hmm. meaning the second week into January, the room was still empty because we used the wall. Yeah. So Nah, but I hadn't moved in quite yet. Moved is it, down here quite yet. I yeah. feel like I remember. So it must have been like Feb? Middle Feb? I think that it was like Feb that I actually yeah. like moved my bed and shit. And because um, it wasn't until mid-Feb that I went back to get stuff from my old flat. Because yeah. they were leaving. Yeah. Um, but then again, when did I find out about the, the business that went down? Because that was when I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm getting my bed. Because oh, true. I was like, no, I don't want right. that shit happening on that my bed. That was weak. 12. That was week 12. State of Truth was week State 12. Of truth, week 12. Yeah. So tw- tw- 12 weeks into the project, which is three, th- three months? No. Yeah. Okay. So I was on the couch for about three months. Yeah. Maybe two and a half. And but then the thing is that the I moved in yeah. at the start of December. We started the pitch. We recorded yeah. the first four songs yeah. during December and yeah. then started releasing them so that we were a month ahead of schedule, which yeah. slowly got we'd <laughs> yeah. caught up on us. <laughs> it did catch up on us, huh? <laughs> which is okay. <clears throat> but, oh, man. 
so then, so I spent December and January on the couch, yeah. and then it would have been early Feb that I brought it in, like or mid Feb that I that I came into this room. Yeah, prob- yeah and probably yeah, probably here. Yeah, had some mad psychedelic experiences <laughs> down here, Bruh, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast at all, but I was like, for the truth is music video, mm. I was just straight peeking on mushrooms <laughs> i've been like pretty ridiculous. i've been like down in bed here like just enjoying my trip like listening to music and then like reese pops is hidden he's like hey by the way like uh lucas just wanted to check in and see when you're ready to film the music video and i was like music video <laughs> oh fuck and like just ran straight upstairs and was like we're filming this right, right now, now. we gotta do this and right Luke, now lucas was like no no you can just like write out the rest of your trip and then we'll do it when you're like yeah. more in your headspace and i was like no right now <laughs> <laughs> so we did it and we yeah it's one of my favorite music videos yeah. from the from the year um aside from state of truth that was a pretty good one. State, I state of truth is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it definitely goes. I think so much work went into that one as well. Yeah, I mean, like filming and editing wise, mm-hmm. just like all the little transitions and shots, and oh, yeah. all the little things we made to make sure it was kind of like frame to frame of the music video we were making fun of. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. It was a good music video. God, that caused some waves, huh? They yeah. really somewhere. People, <laughs> people still like talk about that one to me. Really, to state the, of truth, the song or the music video, or um, both, kind of. Yeah, it's just people just kind of refer to it. Like mm. when so- when someone comes up to me and they're like, "Oh, I saw the song. Mm. I know it's they're talking about state of truth." You know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, but when you watched it, did you get like the reference to like your new friends? <laughs> like, are you following the project at yeah, all? Yeah, did you did you hear me say when I when I uh, wait when I fuck what did I say? It's been a lot, it's it's, a lot of weeks. When it comes to making new friends, yeah, I might have lied. Bussin, bussin, and that that shot in the music video. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah, you know, and you're like, against we the wall recreate, and you're, recreating yeah, the album art on it. That uh, shit was bussin. That was fucking sick. Um, Plastic Guns was a fan favorite music yeah. video though because people were like crying to that one Yeah, because not only did it make us cry um, but it reminded other people of being a kid yeah. once before which is um, yeah I think yeah no you're right Plastic Guns was the first standout track for a lot of people that was week 7 mm. um, yeah and then State of Truth I think probably the next one week 12 yeah um and then we had a lot of like really good ones kind of in the teens to 20s that we probably personally think are like some of our favorites. Yeah. I don't know about other people, but yeah, as you said, Truth Is is in there at 20. Mm. Um, Truth Is, um, we have, we have um, fuck, I'm really bad with names, Vexento NFT. Yeah, shout out Vexento. Fucking legend. Yeah, like, legend. Literally every other story that he puts up, truth is blaring on that shit (laughs) and i love it like like one of my favorite people that we've met throughout the throughout the project yeah um he's funny he's sick um shout out shout out hannah as well for just like constantly basically not basically literally every week hannah has reposted the song yeah and has been like this is pretty sick and like thrown through like um not feedback but just like this I love this. Like yeah. you guys are great. Yeah. Um shout out Hannah. Thank you shout so out Hannah. much. Um 
who else can I shout out right now? Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> we give a we get a lot of shout outs on the album. Yes, we kind of save some of that Make juice. Make sure that you listen through the entire last song. Yeah, and also first album listen through. Make sure that you have the album on repeat. It's true. That's true. That's not just us wanting more plays either. We've like specifically worked really hard to make the album work in a looping concept. Well, it's, yes, it is. It's a content for the internet is a concept album. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's best listened to in order, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it has a, a perfect repeat cycle. And yep. the fact that it repeats, uh, you know, the order of the songs, you know, it means something. It means something to us. It means something to the complete picture of the art and and what the individual tracks mean. I think that it also means something to the listeners as well. Yeah. Not just to us. I think that it's got a lot of um it's got a lot of like good themes that people connect with. Yeah. Pretty strongly. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically everything about everything except for the song. We've talked about the lyrics for um the catch. <clears throat> which is the last song. I just felt like now was a good time to have a yeah. little reminisce Why not? on uh, on the on the year. Yeah. Um in terms of the beat for the catch, I took the very first song that we made, the pitch, mm-hmm. um and I just slightly adjusted some tempo stuff on it because mm-hmm. one of the ideas that we had for it was the idea that it was ramping up consistently like throughout the song so the tempo is like speeding up so i set it to a consistent tempo um the thing was something that i did struggle with a little bit in terms of quote-unquote remixing that Mm -hmm. uh that like instrumental was the fact that there's two elements to the entire thing (laughs) there's the drums yeah and there's the beep boom yeah beep um, so I just took the beep boop beep boop part and added in like a bass line and a little melody and then we went in and we said all of the track names but in a rap that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think it, you know, <laughs> it may, it, when like I wrote, makes, some of them are stretches but I try, I think it does it, make sense the whole way through. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, may, in a it makes sense. Way. Uh, the, like, the, the, a lot of the, the when I listened through it, like we did our final listen through and I was like, did we include these ones? And yeah. we did. We just I just missed them because they actually kind of fit in yeah. quite naturally into the flow of the lyrics and so forth. Yeah, I think I mean I did, I don't think I did like a good job picking one or the other. But that's sort of like one of the first things I, I thought when I was like, Okay, I gotta write this. Hmm. Is was it you know, you have like the choice of like leaning into like having it subtle yeah. and being like you keep saying our names and blah 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 mm. or whether it's like you know like the mic drop the the record scratch where it's like mm. you keep saying our names you know what i mean so it's <laughs> yeah. like obvious that it's a track title yeah. as opposed to something that's kind of just like slipped in there yeah you know what i mean no nah, absolutely i kind of with with my recordings i just kind of like said all of the words so some of the ones that pop up in mine are a little bit less obvious but if you listen and you open the spotify playlist and kind of scroll through as you're listening to it you'll spot all All of of the track titles for sure yeah and i think also it's one of those things um selectively 
people will hear the ones that they remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like people are going to hear plastic guns. People are going to hear state of truth. They'll mm-hmm. hear fuck that. Yeah. But, you know, some of the ones that aren't as like widely listened to, like mm. our names or bags or whatever, yeah. are just going to like fly by. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's interesting that you said our names and bags because those are the two that I was thinking about as well. And I'm like, I wonder if if – that's just biased because we haven't listened to them so much because they're newer ones. Interesting. I don't know. I yeah, I definitely some okay, another thing going off of the talking about the like feeling a little bit like eh, about music production that mm. I've noticed for myself personally is that as we've gotten deeper into the year, I've been listening to the songs back less and less. Really? Like, we'll we'll finish them and release them, and I'm just like, okay, I'm done with that. I don't want to listen to that again. Interesting. Yeah, but it's like that with just about everything. Like, I just don't even listen to my own music anymore, really. I think I still listen. I think I use whether I'm listening back as like a judge of whether I personally like the song or not if you know like what i mean proud of it. yeah yeah not I've, even like, if i'm I've proud of it just like the album like, maybe like twice yeah i think and then aside from that i've been like okay that's like too much flute <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's true that's fair yeah uh, and like the the later songs that have come out i just haven't listened through at all because it like for context before this year i would make a song and because I didn't make anything for months in between, yeah. or like I would work on things, but none of them would like really work out at all. I would listen to that one song for yeah. like two months. Yeah. And I would not listen to any other music mm. at all. I would just listen to what I'd made. Yeah, that was a rough, rough time. And then that was literally since like high school. Yeah. I would do that. What a, a long and rough time. <laughs> I would be at a party and someone would be like, jump on orcs, Alex. And I'd be like, do you want to listen to one song on repeat all night? Hell yeah. Well, I remember the period period where you had just released that like EP that had Mm. the dinosaur on the cover. Yeah. Um, Roar. 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 There you go. Yeah. And you had like a speaker or maybe even just played it on your phone. And every day we would like walk home and you would just play the EP and then whatever was like next up in the queue on your phone. So it would be like... Alison Gold uh, fucking remix by, you know, some YouTuber that you really liked or whatever. Yeah. And then the next day you'll be like, all right, fucking boot up that EP again. Boot up that EP. Let's yeah. go. Damn. That was my first ever EP. and That was a good EP. I'm, I stand by that. On a, it's still on Bandcamp. It's one of the only wow. things that I've made that's on Bandcamp. And it's still up there for purchase. That's crazy. Um, you should re-release that. Was it? Yeah, devious. R A W R. Yeah, devious roar. That shit, um, trash in my opinion. Really? Now. Yeah, I'm gonna I, go back and I listen, listen to it. Tonight, I listened to it and I was like, ooh, wow. Like, there's some cool ideas. The thing, okay, the thing that I do like about my music is that, um, since like. Uh, I want to say about year 12, Yeah, almost all of the songs that I've released had like a cool idea in there. The yeah. problem point that I was having was I didn't know how to mix. Mm. I didn't know like how to sound design. I didn't like, I didn't know how to like personalize the songs very right. well. Um, and, and so then after high school and that year that I was working at Toy World, going to LA, 
I learned like the creative process in terms of like how to mix to like fit your own songs and yeah. like how to how to like sound design to match what you're wanting to make or whatever like how to hear a sound in your head and then make it in the software yeah um and like I learned to understand the tools that I had available to be able to like shape and create what I was like wanting yeah um and so and then I think that also being there kind of instilled this idea of like creative creativity with uh, more than just like what's in the software, like using samples yeah, and like interesting right. and cool ways or yeah. like recording your own samples and yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Bringing in external elements and yeah. And then after coming back from LA, everything I made fucking bangers. Um, no I definitely made some kind of below average tracks but like just being an artist you know you hate everything that you've released already and keep going did you just hear that dinosaur outside? Yeah, oh my god. (laughs) We summoned him by talking about it Um, you guys did not hear that do you make any money from that EP? Roar? yeah no when's the last time you checked? Uh, like last year okay nobody's purchased any of them damn the actually, I did make some money in high school. Mm. There was this one guy who I actually met him or like saw him again this year at the rock climbing center that I that I was going to oh, yeah. for a little bit. Uh, um, I don't know if I should say his name, but he he was a prefect at school mm. who was like real cool. Um, mm. And I saw him and I was like, yo, what's up? Anyways, rewind back years and years and years. He um, was like, I want to buy your EP. Problem is I only have cash. So Mm. can you like burn it onto a CD for me? And so it's fucking vintage, bro. It was pretty sick. So I burnt it onto a CD, brought that into a school and exchanged it to him for $40. Wow. And he gave me 40 bucks for it and, I, and he was like this is worth it that's crazy in my opinion and i was like you fucking legend that's, yeah that's so good what a good it, he was a great guy that was the first money that i ever made off of my music right you, there. Have, you haven't even made that much since 40 dollars fucking i wish like, that i wish that's that like 12 million streams like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah oh god i'm actually this is probably a conversation for off the off the pitch. Sure. Um, but I was going to say, I'm curious how much we've earned from the pitch, but then also we aren't going to know for sure well, until like three months. I know from now. what we earn up to three months ago. Um, well, yeah, I think the last time I looked, it would have been up to was it, whatever months before September. August. August. It would be up to August. Do you want me to tell you what? Yeah. Yeah. Here? Fuck it. Right. So I think we're at we're at like ninety three dollars. All that we had at that point was how many thousands of streams? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see mm. how how many we do actually do end up with. I think you know we'll just let them sit for a while yeah um i think maybe i think b-real is going to be our top b-real is going to be the top yeah um we're at fifty thousand streams on that i can't believe that that's fucking that makes me pretty happy considering 
the last song that I actually earned like a okay amount of money from and earned like a decent amount of streams from. Yeah. I was worked on of like sporadically over yeah. a period of like a year. Yeah. Um which that just felt like when we earned those streams, I was like, this just kind of still feels like a little bit of a kick in the guts because yeah, you spent so long. I, we spent like way too long working on that song. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I think that both Blueprint and I agree that it's like, eh, it's an okay song. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, this. Yeah, be real. Yeah, Be real bussin'. I don't know how long we want to leave it. Part of me is like, maybe we should wait till like halfway through next year or whatever before we talk about like withdrawing it. Because mm. I'm curious to see, yeah, how they do once they're all out over time, how they do once the album's out, and of course how the album does. Yeah, I'm um, very curious about how the album does, eh? Yeah. Um, um, I'm yeah. like, I do have my fingers crossed that at least one of the songs from the album makes it into some playlists. Me too, man. Me too. But the great thing is that you don't find out until after it's released. Yeah. Yes, you can't. Pretty it's awesome. harder to prepare anything if it's not getting playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just by be- <laughs> it being an album, though, I, I feel like it does incentivize people to listen more. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. People listen to a single, they go, oh, yeah. They dip out. It's like every mm. time someone listens to like an album, it's like, oh, check out the album. That's at least like a couple of streams. You're yeah. at least doubling the amount of streams that you're going to get at the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, someone could listen through the whole project, which is, you know. 13 streams 13 per streams, person. Yeah, exactly. So, Damn, I haven't actually thought about it like that, to be honest. Yeah. That it's like having an album or an EP like increases the number of streams per person that you're getting, which therefore increases the amount of money per person that you're getting. Yeah. I think per, per fan, I would say per, per fan, fan, not per person, <clears throat> because a lot of people will just like listen to the song that they found on the playlist and not check the album out. Yeah. But I think if you're releasing the album to like your fans, to an audience, yeah, mm. I think it will, I think it will increase the amount of streams we get. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll get like, 60 instead of 30. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's and that's all part of growing as an as an artist. If someone start, buys you, the album on iTunes, we've actually got more money than if someone listened to it 10,000 times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is it's just insane to me how little you get paid out per stream on streaming platforms, especially considering all of these people are paying like $20, $20 a month, yeah. not $20,000. $20, I, yeah, I'd say I kind of like what SoundCloud has started doing with their ones where people who are paying for a subscription mm. become like a high, high-tier contributor mm. or whatever. And so when you get your, your payout from SoundCloud and you have a look on there, um, there'll be like a little bar and it tells you how many low contributors versus mm. high contributors you have. Right. And it gives it, I'll like have two high contributors in mm. a month or whatever, which are people who are paying for like some extreme premium SoundCloud package. Yeah. Um, but those two people are paying me essentially like a portion of their, their what, what they're paying yeah. of their subscription. And so quite often, two high tier contributors will pay out. The same amount, if not more, than like a hundred low tier yeah. uh, contributors, and it's like 
Yeah, I feel like if Spotify kind of did something like that, where it was like you as a listener, uh, like thirty percent of your subscription fee goes to Spotify, and yeah. then the people who run Spotify get paid out of that, and then the other seventy percent gets split between the artists yeah, that you're listening listen to. to. Yeah, on a percentage basis, like if say like. 10% of your listening is one artist or if you're someone who listens to a variety of artists it gets split out like 1%, 2% Part of me thinks like what if that gives people less though? You know what I mean? Because, you know, how I think that it'll give smaller artists probably close to the same amount because who who on the planet listens to more than a hundred different artists per month. Do you think? Not very many. Wow. Um, it depends. It depends on. Because like, keep in mind, it's like we listen. Like, we listen differently than most people because yes. we are artists. It's like there's a reason why playlisting is important because people noticed, jam playlists. Yes, absolutely. More than I artists. imagine. Well, I see. Like for for smaller artists, a lot of them, especially with the new Spotify uh, wrapped thing, that yeah. it's like this is your listeners are adventurers. They listen yeah. to lots of different artists and lots of different sounds to find you, and that's like what a lot of smaller artists have as yeah. their main fan base are yeah. these adventurer types who go through and listen to lots of things. I am a um, I've forgotten what it was called, but it was like I listen. Primarily to one or two artists. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, it was a little embarrassing to have uh, like us on our own Spotify rap. I was like, oh, that's rough. the thing is that it shouldn't like be embarrassing. Like we're making the music for us. Yeah. Primarily is that the music that we make is for us. Yeah. I, and sorry to those of you who listen to our music who think that we're making it for you. We're not. Like yeah. the the whole point of making art is so that you can enjoy what you've created. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy what you've created, I feel like you are veering off of what art really is meant to be. Yeah. Um, but the great thing is that if you can enjoy what you're making and you're proud of what you're making and you're one of the people who is like consuming what you're making then surely other people can as well. Yeah. That's like the that's one of the biggest things is like making sure that you stay like that's that's a big way to stay true to yourself as an artist, I think. Yeah. Um Yeah, it seems yeah. unreasonable to not enjoy what you're putting out and then ask other people to enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, I think this one's gone on for far too long. Okay. <laughs> well, this is it. <laughs> This is it. Thank you guys for being a part of the pitch. Yeah, man. Thank um, you. Definitely, like, get on to checking out the Spotify playlist because who knows? There might only be a few songs left from the pitch sure. by the time you're listening to this. Sure. But even if there is or isn't, check it out. Also, check out the album. It yeah, drops for the internet, baby. currently for us in, like, 10 days. <sighs> Oh, and then it's out and then this whole year has been f completed and yeah. we've done everything that we were planning on doing and yeah. we did it yeah I can't believe we did it fuck it's been a long journey it has but we're here now we've been in the podcast studio sitting doing exactly this for 
one day of this year. 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. About that. Possibly more. Possibly a little less as well, but about that. Yeah. Sheesh. Sheesh, man. Thank you for coming along on this journey of the pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we won't see you next week. We won't see you next week. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> you dummy, we tricked you. <laughs> There's no album. <laughs> you got pranked. Uh, oh, God. <laughs>